Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Wait a minute, what day is it? Jane! <laughs> Screwed up the intro again. That's nah, all right. What are you talking about? What day is it? What day is it? It's, yeah, uh, it's not our normal day. I know, it's Monday. Something, something happened on Friday. I don't know what happened, but here we are today. That's why, that's why I'm not feeling it. Why? Because you're Nobody out of your on Monday. You're you're out of your groove. I'm out of something. What happened on Friday? Well, I went to get my truck. What truck? Well, well, I told you I was looking for a truck. Right, I know, because you wanted to get out of the house. I've got to be free. I've got well, to be free. <laughs> well, my other truck, yeah, had almost like three hundred thousand miles on it, so I was due for something. How many mile? How many of those three hundred miles did you put on it? Well, no. Nah, Probably 30,000, if that much. Where did you get this truck, though? Did you buy it used? I did. From, it came from Georgia. Oh. No, the, I got it from an accident. No, no, got, the, got, old, the old truck, not old, the new truck. Oh, just just a friend. Oh. It, and it, its original and purpose was just to get me around town and uh, back and forth to lumber companies or whatever when I was doing what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, delivering some stuff locally, but it was on its last leg. So you got a new truck? Not brand new. It's used. What, so what'd you get? It's a 2013 Dodge Ram 1500 Sport. I think it is. It's got a Hemi. Yeah. 5.7 liter. Got a Hemi in it. Yeah, I forgot about that commercial. I wonder what that dude's doing. You know, he's from Hickory. Is he? Sounds like a Hickory yeah. faggot. <laughs> yeah. What is that guy's name? John Reap or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, just something that's a little bit more reliable. Now you said you wanted all the bells and whistles and stuff. Did you get bells, whistles, and stuff? Dude, this thing has got everything you can think of. I can think of a lot of it stuff. Even has, have you ever sat in a vehicle that has air conditioned seats? Yeah, mine does. Really? Yeah, my Chevy Silverado, my brand new 2023 Chevy 2500 ton, whatever it is. Yeah, it's got your heated and air seats. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's got heated seats too. But that's this is the first time I've ever experienced air conditioned seats or cooled seats, whatever you want to call them. It feels like somebody smears smeared icy hot all over your ass. It feels good, especially on a day yeah. like today. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a weird feeling. The, the thing is, with air-conditioned seats, though, if you're smart, you'll start the truck up before you get in it. I mean, there's got to be a keyless, you know, start, remote start. Fire the truck up, cools everything down. That way you're not going on your hot le- – are they leather seats, I'm assuming? Yes, they're leather seats. So so you're not sitting on hot leather seats and, you know, f- pan-frying your flapjacks back there. <laughs> well, I mean, I like to turn it on. And then fill the cool building, building up. But that, that sensation feels like uh, you're sitting in a pool of Icy Hot or well, Ben Gay or whatever. <laughs> keeps your butt cheeks from sweating. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just a, it's a very odd feeling for me. Maybe maybe uh, I feel like I pissed my pants and now it's getting cold. Do you drive around and go, I, I guess this is how the rich people feel with nice cool seats. I wonder <laughs> if the Kardashians have this in their vehicle. <laughs> yes, uh, while I'm brushing the headliner out of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got a few little issues. Holding I, it up. <laughs> you know, it's not perfect. I'll never buy another brand new vehicle again. It's got a few little cosmetic issues that I can fix myself, so that'll kind of give me something to occupy my mind a little bit. The last used vehicle I bought was in in 2002. I bought a 1997 Chevy Suburban, full size. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the barn doors on the back, you know, the, the real, real long body. 
I'm surprised that the queen let you buy that, Charles. No, this is this is way before any of us. This is just me on my own. I was working in nightclubs and stuff, and I had the money. I had paid paid cash for it. And uh, at back then in 2002, it was a 97, and I think I paid 14.7 for fourteen thousand seven hundred bucks. It had the it had the the leather Escalade seats, you know, with the scrambled eggs on the on the on the headrest. Uh, yes. Four captain's chairs. It had a TV VCR in it. <laughs> wow! The back bench, <laughs> the back bed was a was a fabric, but would lie down like you fill, you know, pull it up and it would lay down so you could sleep in the back. No, like a futon, something like that. Yeah, but you know, it was nice. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, this is the best that I could get for the money. You know, the, I paid cash for this, so it's the best that I could get for the money that I had. But I will never. I will. I say never, never. I will never. I appreciate having a new vehicle, even if it lasts, you know, I usually trade them in every 10 years, but the Suburban left me a couple of times and I was like, oh, you know, the pumpkin, you know, the mm-hmm. big pumpkin on the back of it uh, over the rear axle, mm-hmm. all the, all uh, the, all those, yeah, all those stripped out, had to get that, yeah, had to get that fixed one time. And then on it, on its very, very last leg, I blew the main uh, seal. On the truck and had no had no power. It would run run all day long, but as soon as you got on the gas, it would go and just like kind of there was no power behind it. Mm-hmm. So letting all the exhaust out and the pressure. Exactly. So I I traded that in and, <clears throat> and bought a the Nissan Titan truck when it first came out, brand new, off the lot. Oh Ooh, man, that thing would scream. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not opposed to a new vehicle, but you know, unless I got tons of cash to pay for one, I'll to, probably never do it again. Today, man, to buy a new vehicle is hellacious expensive. So, Well, what I really, you know, the truck that I would really like to have brand new is $80,000. Yeah, mine was uh, mine was close to, was around 100000 for mine. So, Good God, that's insane. I mean, that's what houses used to cost. Yeah, my, the first house I ever bought was $44,000. <sighs> yeah. God, how old are we? Uh, Well, I bought that when I was 22, so. 20 also, not 22, 20 also. So that was 30 yeah. years well, ago. What's, what's two years difference, Mike? Nobody cares. <laughs> 2022. I get a phone call the other day. Weird phone call. My neighbors are from Arizona. The neighbors next door, they have like the 15 kids. Mm-hmm. And I get weird phone numbers all the time that call me on my cell phone and, you know, scam calls and things like that. And I see one that says Arizona. I said, okay, now they're they're doing the scramble phone numbers coming out of Arizona. So I pick up the phone and I go, What? It's it's my neighbor's wife. Oh. And she's like, um, Travis, um, I hope I'm not bothering you. Um, she doesn't, she doesn't like us. She doesn't like me. She's a very, very Christian woman. She doesn't like it because I drink. Mm-hmm. And I drink, okay. yeah, all day long. Yeah. And I'm around I'm the kids. And I bet she didn't want you over there to do the uh, prom thing either, did she? He does. The husband loves me. He thinks I'm cool as hell. Oh. Now, he doesn't drink either. He's very religious, but he's got some smarts. He's got some head smarts. She, she's very okay. judgy. She's very judgy. But anyways, uh-huh. she gives me a call, and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, Terry, what's going on? Um, Kendra has, they've got a big excursion, not the, not the expedition the excursion ford excursion the big big guy mm-hmm. you know when you got a family of five kids six kids or whatever you need something big to haul them around and she's stuck basically a mile and a half up the road and she's like i'm not home i'm i'm feeding the homeless at a shelter over here and my husband is uh he just flew out he's an airline pilot so he's going to be gone for four days she's like can you go and help them and i'm like going i literally shane she calls me at twelve forty-five. now you and all our listeners know what happens at 12 o'clock for me. First can starts to pop. <laughs> First can does start to pop. So 12.45, I'm probably three into it, right? Mm-hmm. 
I go, sure, I'll go down there. I, and I said, now look, I am not a mechanic. I am a person who buys new vehicles, <laughs> so I don't have to do this kind of thing. I don't want to be stranded on the side of the road. It happened one time. I'll never happen again. That's why I buy new vehicles. Now, granted, this vehicle that they have, I think, is a 2005. Um, and he's the kind of person that'll sit there and, and fix it if something happens. You know, water pump, oil pump, gas pump, <laughs> penis pump, mm-hmm. whatever it needs. It, he puts it in there. <laughs> yeah. So I go down there. I'm the same boy. So I go down there, and Kendra is the oldest daughter. And the oldest son is down there as well. So I said, okay, what's going on? And he's like, well, we looked at all the fluids, you know, and I started up and it doesn't start. All right. (laughs) So I get in there. I fire it up. Now, Shane, I'm not a mechanic. You are a smart guy. When I fire it up, it'll, it'll, you know, and it'll sit there and idle for a minute or two and then go, or a second or two, and then it'll go and turn off. Fire it right up again. And if I pedal the gas around 20, you know, 2000, two grand and let it sit there. Mm -hmm. It'll stay. As soon as I take my foot off the pedal comes, it shuts off. What is that problem? Uh, it's either a fuel injector or a fuel pump. Are those easy to replace? No. Well, it depends. Some of them are fuel pump should probably, it depends on where the fuel pump is. A lot of them are located in the gas tank. Just depends on the model of the car, but usually not. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick little break and I'll tell you exactly what happened when we come back. Okay. All right. Stick around. saying that it's it's kind of hard to put in a water pump oil pump i don't know what kind of see this is how much i know about cars i don't i pay people to take care of the car now i know what needs to be done mentally i know what needs to be done you know so don't fucking try to screw me but i'm not doing it well and you know once they started putting emissions on cars they got hard to work on yeah thanks government yeah way to go obama (laughs) no you got to go all the way back to carter for that way to go carter obama yeah, but I, it's it just depends on where this stuff is. It can be easy. It can be hard. It so, depends. So what ended up happening? So, what did you do? So I I said to the boy. Now the boy he's an, he's going to be he's going to be an engineer, like physically a train engineer. Doot doot. He's he's oh, okay. Yeah. So he went to school to learn all that, and he's going out to Wyoming here in a couple of weeks. And he is. Let's just say June was his month. June was his month. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. In a that kind of family? Yes. Do they know? They do not, do not acknowledge it. Well, you saw, oh. you saw, Shane, you saw the, the prom party. You saw the one kid dancing to Dolly Parton. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> that was him. Well, no. we never, you never, you never elaborated. We just thought it was weird. No, that wasn't him. But that's his, that's his friends. So just so we're clear. Birds here, of a feather. He is gay. Yes. Okay. All right. Now. Established that. 
I'm not going to say so they don't acknowledge it. They don't acknowledge it or they're or they're shunning him or no. they give him the Amish treatment. They treat what? they treat him just like a normal kid, which is what you should do anyways. They don't say, you know, well, you know, some parents will, oh, my son's not gay and hit him in the face. You're not gay. Bam. But they they love him. They bring him in and he's just one of the family. Now, as far as what's going to happen when he moves out, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's going to meet somebody and that somebody's going to have to come to dinner one night golly a a a gay train conductor from a christian family he's going to have a show on tlc (laughs) talking about putting it in the hole right putting it through the tunnels (laughs) here we go so anyways i back to the truck so the girl's in the truck and the brother's up there and he's like i don't know what to do i said look i said do you have a tow truck coming yeah but we don't know what's going to be here i said okay what i'll do is I just happen to have a pull strap on me. I said, I'll do the pull strap. I said, have you ever been in a car that's been towed? Now, Shane, have you ever been in a car that's been towed? What? Yeah. So, I know. so when I get in the truck and I put all the pull straps and everything on it, get the carabiners all lined up and everything, and he puts the car in neutral and then turns the key so he, the wheel has motion. You know, you can turn the wheels. I said, now look, there are, there's, this is the, the sun. There's no power steering and there's no power brakes. What is the job? Let's do it this way. What is the job of the person that's being towed? What's his job compared to the person that's pulling him? Well, the biggest thing is pay attention. Okay. One, uh, steering and brakes. So I don't, I told him, I said, I'm not using the brakes. You are my brakes. I will Mm -hmm. never, I never, I will never touch the brakes. You were the one now here in North Carolina. How many, you know, how many flat level roads do you have? Not many. Not many. No. So here I am. I'm putting my all my whole entire trust. I've got this $100,000 brand new Chevy Silverado 2500 series with air-conditioned leather seats towing <laughs> this 2005 Ford Excursion that weighs probably just as much, if not more, than my truck. And I've got this tow rope that I've doubled over so I have a nice, there's no slack or anything. And we probably have a distance between the two of us of 12 feet. He's got 12 feet of decision-making before he slams into the back of my truck. I said, now, you, if you hit the brakes, you need to get up and stand on them. Don't tap them like you're in a, you know, in a parade or anything like that. You do not have brakes. You need to stand on them. Like physically, well, you know what I mean. When you when I say stand mm-hmm. on them, you're physically <laughs> ass in the chair. You got you to gotta mash them. Yeah. So I started off slow. Went pulled out of the side street that he was on, got on the main highway, country road highway, two-lane country road highway. And started getting up the top of the hill. He was doing fine. I was pulling him up there. Got to the top of the hill. I'm like, all right, now's the time I either kiss my quote-unquote ass goodbye (laughs) or he's going to do just well. So we kind of rolled over the top of the hill and started making that descent. And I took my foot off the gas and just kind of, I could feel him pumping the brakes because he's jerking, you know, the truck's jerking (laughs) a little bit. Finally got Mm -hmm. the hang of it, got him all the way back home. No problem, no incident, handled it like a goddamn champ, like he's done it a million times, pulled the truck up his driveway, which is a serpentine driveway, parked it, disconnected it, and I said, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, thank you. Everyone went inside. That was it. Shut the door. See you later. If you need anything, let us know. And I'm like, (laughs) you took a big chance on that, though. Now, what would yeah, he could have smashed in the back of the, and I say smash, I had the camera going. Because it's got rear cameras on the back of it. And I'm watching mm-hmm. him. And, and, you know, he's got his arm out the window and smoking a cigarette. No, he wasn't doing that. But, I mean, it was – It was. I put a – you're right. I put a lot of trust in this kid that's never been towed before, especially vehicles mm-hmm. of that size. 
I mean, they're they're yeah. huge. Well, you got a lot of you got a lot of weight on both ends, so you know them two coming together for any reason wouldn't have been a good thing. So he did well. We got him in his driveway, and then, like I said, he shut the door, you know, locked it up, and walked in. Like, all right, thank you, Travis. See you later. All right. Would you stand there with your hand going, "Where's my money?" Just kind of like, do you know what kind of risk or anything that I've just performed for you and your parents? Yeah. And his parents weren't home. Nobody was home. Uh, kids, kids that age don't realize that kind of stuff. They just, they're just like, oh, why weren't you here sooner? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my, I can't get a signal. My battery's almost dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, they just come to expect this kind of stuff. So that's what happened. That, that was my story as far as it, it was ner- unnerving. I mean, it was scary. So I wouldn't have wanted to do it. I mean, things are so weird with cars nowadays. You got to, there's like a, if you're going to jump a car off, there's like a sequence of how you have to hook up the jumper cables now so you don't blow stuff up. It's just it's dumb. Yeah. I wouldn't be towing them with my used truck. <laughs> Why? No, because I'm especially a kid. That's but he's possibly a, not mechanically inclined. I don't, you know, who knows? He's got to be somewhat mechanically inclined. He's going to be a train conductor. I know, but he's. I just envision him riding in the thing behind you, pumping the brakes, playing the sound of music. <laughs> the hills are alive, and it's pretty scary. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that worked out for you. You took a big risk. I did, and I don't have anything to show for it now. Nope, nothing at all. You, you any, did a good deed. I did my good deed. Did you have any problems uh, buying your truck? You said you were going to pay hard cash for it. I didn't have any problems buying the truck. But. We had a little snafu at the, uh, at the bank, but it, it worked itself out. But I go to add the truck to my insurance. Okay. Well, guess what? What? My, my license has been revoked. Suspended or revoked? Well, suspended. Wait, can I, I get, can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Okay. So you have, have or had a CDL license, right? Correct. So you were, you at one time were driving the the big trucks. Correct. And I know that every year in order to maintain a CDL, you have to have a certificate of uh, your medical card. Correct. So you have not driven a truck in probably three years. Correct. Have you not gotten your medical card in those three years? Okay. You're close. Okay. You're close. <laughs> so tell me so what happened. You can, so yes, I do, I do have a class B CDL, which I'm not using anymore. So I went to renew my license mm, probably six months after I stopped driving. So when I was there, I went through the whole thing and, you know, when I got my license renewed, I renewed it as a class B again. So in order to maintain, <clears throat> in order to maintain that class B CDL, you know, you if you're actively driving, excuse me, if you're actively driving, then you have to have um, a DOT card or a physical every two years. Two years or every year? I thought it was every year. It's, no, it's every two years, okay. unless you have some sort of medical problem that they found that they have to keep up with. So gotcha. Like diabetes. or Yeah, high blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are not actively driving a commercial vehicle, you don't have to have that DOT medical certification. But if you go start driving again, you'll just have to go get another physical yeah, and get, get your card. Get an update. But yeah, but you are still allowed to keep the Class B CDL. Now, I started something stupid and new. When every every time you go to get your license renewed, you have to go you have to send you have to fill out this piece of paper and send it off to Raleigh. And you have to declare whether you are exempt, non exempt, or interstate or intrastate driver. You remember ever remember anything like that? Yeah, having to declare. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, the, the interstate and interstate. 
Uh, I do remember the. Yeah. What was the other one? The exempt and non-exempt. Um, I don't know what in Florida we didn't have it. So the only thing I can think of exempt is if you're hauling uh commercial crops or commercial commodities. Uh, I'm sorry, agricultural commodities. Yeah. I don't know what any of it means. I just <laughs> tell me which box I'm supposed to check so I can send this off. So you're supposed to check off your boxes, whatever you're declaring, and then you're supposed to fax it off to you know your state DMV. <clears throat> They'll put that on record. You're good to go. Well, I'm not driving a truck. I didn't know I had to do that. Well, that is the one thing that you have to do. And if you don't make that declaration, then they will suspend your license. So I, I found that out way before I drove this truck, you know, before I bought this truck. I found that out, made an, oh my gosh, made an appointment to go to the DMV. That's I wasn't really quite. <laughs> that's always yeah, a joy. Oh my God. That's a, that's a whole story in itself. Cause the, the supervisor there was in a really bad mood and me and him just about got into it. But um, went up there, got that figured out, and Saturday went to go add the truck to the insurance, and they're like, well, you're you know, pulling my DMV record. Your license is revoked. Not suspended. Like, what? <laughs> revoked. Yeah, yeah it, it, it went from, so I got it taken care of. Well, now on their end, there's, it went from suspended to revoked. So I had to get, a, you know, got, got online. You can go online and check the status of your license. It says everything's fine. Um but I cannot add my truck to the insurance until they get this figured out. And I don't know how long it's going to take. And I, they're like, well, you know, I own our end and your DMV record, MVR record is showing your license is revoked. But then you go to the website and it says that it's active. So I don't know what in the world's going on. But, I, you know, in the meantime, I'm really not supposed to be driving that truck. Or or <laughs> you have a hard copy, right? You have a, your of license, what? your license, your physical license. I do. Okay, I do. so here, your your advantage, Shane, home court advantage. If mm. you ever get pulled over, God forbid, you know, you get pulled over, license of registration, you hand them your license and your registration because you mm-hmm. have a hard license in your hand. The cop will go, hey, did right. you know your license was suspended? You go, what? I did not know that. Well, yeah, uh, it looks like you've had some problems, and he'll tell you right then and there. But as long as you have that hard copy license in your hand, they physically cannot take you to jail. They'll issue you a um, a, a warrant to show up in court to show that, hey, get this taken care of, go to the court, show them your license, and then they'll let you go once you get everything cleared up. But as long well, as, as as long as you have a hard copy in your hand, you know, just get a – shame, first of all – <laughs> for everyone listen just get it cleared up but if you do drive it if you do drive it keep in mind that it, that's like your get out of jail free card for that pullover if they yeah. now if you, they pull you over and you don't have a license and they find out that it is a long revoked <laughs> they will do one of two things they'll, one they'll issue a citation for you to show up in court yeah. or two well, two they will I mean, take you to jail so, uh, well i'm not worried about going to jail I mean, I thought I got this cleared up. I went to the DMV, did what they told me to do. So if a cop pulls me over, you know, are they going to be looking at the same thing that the insurance company's looking at? Or do they have something totally different? Because the North Carolina DMV website says my license is active. DOT, yeah. So, DMV, DOT, yeah. They, they pull the DOT stuff. Well, what the heck is this insurance company looking at then? What MVR are they pulling from? They get... Whoever said that it was revoked, there is a notice that goes to your insurance. So let's say, you know, you have your you have your your driver's license. They know based on your driver's license what insurance company you have because it'll say whatever, you know, Allstate or something like that. They will send a notice to Allstate 
saying that, hey, this guy's insurance is or this guy's uh, license is revoked, <clears throat> you know, insurance purposes or whatever. There's a long, muddy field there, but I mean, that's what happens. Well, I mean, they never got a notice from anybody. They Co- just went to pull. It was weird. Pull. I mean, pull. Call Call your insurance company and explain everything to them. I did. And? They're they're looking into it, but you know it's, uh, today's a holiday, so I don't, you know I don't know. You're looking on into my it. End, I, I I got on the website and I did screenshots of of you know my picture, driver's license, his acts, you know status is active, no nothing going on, and sent it to them. So they're going to have to figure it out. All right, so it's not it's in there. I've proved my point. Yeah, the ball's in their court. Yeah. All right, guys, stick around. We'll be right back. Check this out. Don't mess. I've got one of those. Yeah. I've got one of those. But does yours have sleeveless? It is. 24-inch pythons, baby. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is redneck. It says sleeveless don't mess. Redneck. What's it say? Read it, read it for everyone that's watching us on the YouTube video or that's not watching us on the YouTube. What's it say? Uh, don't mess with gay radio DJs. <laughs> oh, no. Don't don't mess with grill master. Yeah. And it's got like a, like, does it have pistons? What's it got on? No, it's like a fork and knife. And it's American. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, spatula and a, uh, and, a, and a fork. And American flag and all that stuff. Get ready for the 4th of July, Shane. You ready? Oh, somebody went to Walmart, didn't they? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I know, exactly. My, uh, my wife bought me this, I don't know, three, four years ago, and I never really had a chance to wear it. And at mm. the stars aligned just right. We're doing the show the day before 4th of July weekend. And it's hot up here in the studio because I have to turn the AC off. That guy right where's it at? There you go. That guy right there. I got to turn him off because it'll sound like a freaking hurricane in here if I don't have it on or if it's on. Ooh. So I figured I'd wear something a little comfortable. So that's what I got for 4th of July. Nice. I like that. Um, us having horses here on the property, this is a, this is a horrible time uh, for us. Is Fourth of July because everyone you know they oh my dogs and they're scared and you know fireworks and they <clears throat> they hide underneath the bed and all that things and do your dogs have problems with fireworks outside? Oh yeah. What about they th- will not go outside and go to the bathroom if they've heard one one pop they're done for the night. What about uh, they go hide? What about thunderstorms and stuff? Are they scared of thunderstorms? No, nah, not not so much thunderstorms, but uh, fireworks are bad. So what happens um, here is now granted we're out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And if there are fireworks that are happening, they're a quarter mile, if not, you know, less than a quarter mile from the house. They're not like next door, yeah. which is good. So we get the residual bang, the concuss that comes from the fireworks. And yeah, the, the deep shockwave bangs, the, boom, <laughs> the ones that are the worst. Boom. Yeah. But if they get close enough, our horses will run 
and run mm-hmm. uncontrollably. No stopping them, no slowing them down. They will run from one side of the pasture around all the way down through the fences to the other side of the pastures that cover the whole entire property. Now, we only have Right now, we only have two pastures open, but those two pastures are, you know, two and a half acres each. So you're talking however many feet, hundreds and hundreds of feet, they're running full steam. You know, these 1,500-pound horses running it close to, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour. Stop, slide into the, the fence, the electric fence, turn around, and haul the other direction. So we have to be real, real careful. You know, if we hear a lot, a lot of bangs and, and thunder and stuff, not thunder, but uh fireworks we have to go we physically have to go out there and stand in the field with them can you not put them in their stables <clears throat> that's even worse because what's going to happen is they'll they'll reel up and because they wow. feel they'll feel trapped and stuff um when we first moved in the into this property we have you know where our barn is down there down the, on the bottom side of the the property uh, yeah. my best friend who ended up dying <laughs> shane you're not my best friend by the way so you don't die well, i was gonna say i just barely know you <laughs> Uh, he brought over an arsenal of firearms. He brought a an M4 AK, uh, not a, yeah, brought an AK, brought a mm-hmm. um, AR-15, brought a 50 cal pistol, Ooh. brought a Mossberg, brought um, my favorite was the the speed loader, the little 22 rifle. That was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And he he must have brought like uh, brought a Desert Eagle. He had a, at least fifteen twenty different weapons that he brought across state lines, <laughs> which was crazy in itself. And we All would right. and it was raining, so we would sit in the barn and fire out of the barn. You know, we'd sit on oh, the, the back part of the barn and fire into the field and you know stuff, not the pastures, the other side of the property. And the horses would not come in the barn after we were all done for three days. They wouldn't come inside the barn yeah. to eat or nothing for three days. Yeah, that stuff freaks them out. I don't, and like I said, ours, if they start, you know, if they hear a, hear any kind of fireworks an hour or two later and nothing, it's all calm, they still won't go outside. They still will not go do their business. And, and they'll get, they'll start to get missing. We won't know where they are. And then we'll find them in different nooks and crannies of the house. And they'll be up in the closets and they just kind of disappear. So we got to go on a search for them because you call them and they won't come to you. No. Because you'll just hunker down and stay where they are. You're, so you you're the reason for all this noise. That's why. Yeah. So then you got to go on a dog Easter egg hunt. <laughs> How's Stephanie doing? Uh, she's doing. She doing? She got more crap popping up. Yeah. They just got crap popping up all the time. Got to have a CT scan. What's a CT scan? We're going to check her. Uh, it's kind of a, like a. It's a form of an MRI. Okay. Do they put dyes or anything in her? I think so. Whatever contrast is, I guess they call it. You can either drink it or they put it in an IV. But she just had so much crap going on. Tired of it. Tired of all this medical BS. I'm out of here. I'm taking my my brand new to me truck and I'm out of (laughs) here. Yeah. I mean, it's like that old saying, getting old ain't for wimps. But I don't, you know, she's, gosh, well, how old is she? 47. But she's had so much stuff going on the past couple of years anyway. It just gets old. I don't know. She needs a break. Well, give her she a vacation really break. Didn't you guys go to Mexico not too long ago? Uh, Where was the last place we went out of the country? No, it was the Dominican Republic. That was a mess because she got sick there. She got E. coli when she was there. Way to go, Obama. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> blame who? Who was president? No, that was Trump at that time, so you can blame Trump. Yeah, but Obama's breath was in the air. That's true. But yeah, she's all kinds of crazy medical stuff going on. This one's weird. She's coughing. She's got this cough that won't go away. And it's causing this pain in her head when she coughs. So I have the same thing. I do. I do. Really? Yeah. Well, the, the medication... 
Oh, God. Oh. Flies for lunch? No, you know, the. I still have my tonsils. You ever get those little white things in the back of your throat? One just popped up on me. Get them all. Squish them and they smell. Um, that but, just means they're rotting. Great. <laughs> Here, let me fix them. I'll sterilize yeah. them. Yeah, just wash those on down. But no, I cough all the time. The medication that I have, um, one of the side effects is a, a dry cough. And I have it. Mm-hmm. And I told my doctor I have it. But if I, it, it's not like a nagging, like, um, bronchitis type cough but sometimes i'll cough and like right above my right eyebrow right or left eyebrow i'm not sure which side but it's like right on the very top of my head about one inch by an inch and a half by a half inch wide is a pain like a sharp mm-hmm. little pain and i'm like going all right that that's gonna kill me there's my aneurysm right there <laughs> yeah i mean i mean does that does it do it every time you cough no not a, not every time but there are sometimes um out of a month's time it might happen twice yeah, that just sounds like some weird Travis shit that nobody else has to deal with. But yeah, hers, I'm hers not an animal. For, <laughs> hers has been going on for a couple of weeks now, and it just won't stop. And then they give her antibiotics and steroids, and the coughing won't stop, and the headache doesn't stop. And it's just like, geez. Is she on uh, blood pressure medicine or heart medicine or anything? No, no, she's not. I mean, her blood pressure has been okay. Um, but see, she's had all these surgeries and all this stuff going on. This, this In two years, this woman has had 16 CT scans. I'm telling you, Shane, there's there's a, there's something, it, like the lady was pulling my blood, there's something floating around in her body that they forgot that hardened up, and now it's in her head. Well, let's hope not. I, I know, I know. Is, I knock, knock on wood here. Yeah, but so, always something going on. Always. Always. And I'm trying to figure out a way to stop it. Drink more beer, right? More beer, more beer. But yeah, well, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing worth talking about. Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about getting uh, knuckle tattoos. Are you really? I've always, not always no, wanted you're, it. You're full of it. You're not going to get any tattoos. I have no tattoos on my whole entire body. I have not single one. And the reason why is because growing up as a kid, I was like, that is dumb. That's I'm smart. I don't need something permanently on my body. And uh, uh-huh. and I've always had piercings. Like I said, I've had all my eyebrows pierced. I've had my nose pierced. I've had my lip pierced. My ears pierced 15 times over. I've had all, everything done. My whole entire face pierced. When I turned 30, pulled them all out. I still have scars and stuff, but I was that guy, the club guy, that had all the piercings. I never had my tongue pierced because I talked for a living. I had my little bray pierced. I had this pierced. I had this pierced. I had everything pierced. If you're watching this on the YouTube video, hi. Mm. But hold on. Let me see. Can you see my scar? Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Looks like somebody hooked you with a uh, yeah. fishing reel. <laughs> a marlin hook. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, I was saw something, and a friend of mine had her knuckles out like this, and it said bookworm on it. And I was like, well, that's kind of brave, you know, bookworm. Kind of a, mm-hmm. she's one of those um, steampunk type people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, well. Everything's, everything's copper and, and leather. <laughs> Basically, Yeah. <laughs> Everything's the, what is the, the Day of the Dead, all the Mexican Day of the Dead mask all over. It's just weird. Just a weird atmosphere to live in. Anyways, I was like, if I was going to get something on my wrist, on my knuckles, what would it be? Something cool. And everything I come up with doesn't fit on my knuckles. <laughs> Talk, show, you know, I mean, on my knuckles. That would be stupid because everyone goes, ooh, why do you have that on your knuckles? It's got to be cool. So I'm trying to think of something to go across my knuckles. And uh, now you got my, now you're gonna get my wheel spinning because I got I can I'm sure I can come up with something. All right, well think now, about whether you whether you'll want to do it or not is a different story. We'll think about it. And we'll talk about it when we come back. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Jane, what, what's wrong? What are you doing? I, I can't keep my uh, laptop from going to sleep. I went and changed every setting I can think of and just just, just tired. Doesn't want to work today. <laughs> you and everybody else. Nah, no kidding. So we have, um, we had, at one time, we had three properties down in Orlando. My wife and I. Um, we have sold all but one. And the one that we haven't sold, we, I call it the big house because uh, it's, I think it's 23, 2400 square feet, four bedrooms, two and a half bath. It's a big house. That's the one you're holding on to in case the shit hits the fan. And yeah, you gotta... <laughs> exactly. That's the one. And it's yeah. just outside of Daytona Beach in Volusia County. If anyone living in Florida knows where that's at, uh, it's in a small little town called Deltona. It's a huge town, population, I think 14,000 people, and no downtown. It's just buildings and buildings. It's just, you know, there's no city hall. There's no nothing. It's just Volusia County. I have been there. Been right through there. On the way to Orlando. Yep. So, and you have to cross that big bridge. That's Monroe, Lake Monroe. Yeah. That's right before you get to the speedway, right? Just up above the speedway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but we live, we live on the backside of Lake Monroe is where our house is at. We have renters in there and we just got done putting on a new roof. Uh, hurricane came through, a little water damage. Great. Fine. Put a new roof on, insurance paid, you know, there's a trade-off as far as what the, the roof was valued at compared to what a new roof is and yada, yada, yada. So we got a new roof put on. And I don't know if you know this, talking about like selling and buying things, that if you have a roof in Florida, if you have a house in Florida and the roof is older than 10 years old, they won't sell it. They will not. Really? Yeah, because of insurances. So, <clears throat> I mean, there's ways to get around it. You can do cash offer deal and that type stuff, as is, no warranty, that type stuff. But we were fortunate enough to where uh, we replaced the roof on this house. And I think it was like $14,000 I have that done. So that's all taken care of. Then we get a call from the property manager. Property manager goes, the refrigerator went out. And I'm like, all right. Now, this is my wife telling me this. She said it's going to cost $3,500 to fix the refrigerator. I said, what on the refrigerator costs $3,500? It's a $2,500, if not $2,000 refrigerator. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. That's what she's telling me. My wife, my wife is the type of person that would just pay for it, don't ask questions, just get it done. Yeah. So I asked the questions. And the questions I asked, she doesn't want to answer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They put a patch on is what I was told. A patch? What kind of patch? Is like the door half open? They put a patch so they can close it? I don't understand what what a patch is. Somebody shoot a hole in the front door? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Total Breaking Bad style. Yeah. But wow. I, I said, I said, all right, babe. So what are we going to do? She's like, I, we just spent $14,000. We have to wait for the insurance check to come back for the roof, you know, to put it back in our bank account and stuff. She's like, I'm tired of spending money on this stupid house. Now, the house. Let- yeah. Well, the house is valued at uh, well, the house right now is valued at three hundred and seventy-one thousand. We only owe, I think, two hundred two on it. <clears throat> so we're at that point now. But you know, it's like we have to buy a new refrigerator. I said, all right, the refrigerator that's in there is a stainless steel side by side water and ice in the door. Twenty-four hundred cubic square foot or cubic refrigerator, good size refrigerator. Now, my opinion is. If you can't take care of the refrigerator, I'm not buying you another side-by-side stainless steel water and ice in the door. It, yeah, you know, let's put the basics in there. $750, mm-hmm. <laughs> freezer up top, refrigerator down below, 20, yep. 20 cubic square, no ice maker. You Here's the bed. <laughs> here's your pillow. Go ahead and lay down. Here's your Amazon basics. So we just did that, and we have it, we're having it delivered. Now, 
this house has been rented out for, I don't know, 10 years now. And in the process, we've only had, I think, three tenants. And everyone has been a great tenant. Mm-hmm. Um, so these, there's an older couple that lives there. But I mean, how, I've never rented before. I take that back. I rented, we rented for one year, but we treated that house like it was our house. Now you've been on military bases and you've had to rent or do whatever traveling and mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, when you live in a place and you've been there for, let's say, over two years, that's pretty much your home. You're responsible for, I say responsible, you should be somewhat proud and, and take pride in your living situation. Well, you need to update your renter's agreement because most people now in the contract, it says that they take care of that kind of stuff. You know, if the appliances go out or whatever, that the the renter, not the, the rentee, the people that rent the place, right? they're the ones that are responsible for that kind of stuff. I mean, there's no different than they have. They have to mow their, the grass, don't they? They yeah. have to take care of the Yeah, because we have a homeowners care. association, and we get a letter, and we take that letter, and we send it right to the property manager. The property manager calls them up and says, hey, lazy asses, mow the lawn. You know, pressure wash yeah. the driveway. Pressure wash the, the sidewalks, you know. Get the mold off the house because we have two big oak trees that, that hang over the top of it. This has to be done. We li- And that's why we kind of like these you know, where the house is at, you know, people take care of the property, but I was yeah. just, yeah. I mean, I don't 35, know if you can do it now. You can't $3,500 $3, to fix a refrigerator. What? I don't understand what that is. Mo, I've had you no answer. Bought a really, you could have bought a really nice one for probably $500 cheaper than that. You could have bought two refrigerators in there just in case one went out. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't do it right now, but like the, the next you know, when you renew the lease again, just change your rental rental agreement <clears throat> to where they have to take care of appliances, stoves, refrigerators, that kind of stuff. You take care of the structural. Un- un- that, unfortunately, know. I think by Florida law, you have to provide a cooking surface, somewhere to cook, and somewhere to refrigerate. Those are the only two things that I'm responsible for in that house. Of course, AC and um, running water. That's literally all, and electric, of course. Well, we'll get them a... Uh, uh, Get them a uh, dollar store grill and a and a uh, forty eight. Get them at least a forty eight quart cooler. Go big time. <laughs> right. They have to provide their own ice. So this, yeah, the new refrigerator doesn't have an ice maker or anything. So sorry for your luck. You had your chance. Take care of it. Are they are they mad about it or? I don't know. Don't care. Don't care. It, you know. And here's what. And like I said, my wife she'll sign the check and just go without asking questions. I would have said, I would have said to the people that living in the house, if this was my house. So I'm going to get you a real small refrigerator unless you want to take care of the labor on the refrigerator that you have. Sure. And I'm not, taking, reasonable. I'm not taking it off your rent. So if you want to continue having this lifestyle with that refrigerator and the ice maker and the water maker and all that stuff hooked up, mm-hmm. you need to find your own, you know, handy guy, fix that refrigerator mm-hmm. and you can maintain it. Well, I think, you, yeah, but I think you can put in the contract or the, the rental agreement that, you know, you've provided the, the the refrigerator. Like this, let's just say the one that you just bought, if it breaks, then it's their responsibility to get it fixed. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Or you just let them starve. <laughs> no, there's too many places to eat out there, so. Yeah, they'll be all right. They probably got money, don't they? They're rich. They're They're, they're old and rich. I think the rent on that place is we charge, I think twenty five hundred bucks a month. How? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a slum lord. Well, I mean, the markets come back around. When we rented out the you know ten years ago, I think we were getting like thirteen hundred bucks for it, and our mortgage on the property is I think sixteen hundred. 
Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And twenty five hundred dollars. That's crazy. Twenty five hundred bucks. So, and we've got. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. That's normal. That's a normal rent now, especially for easy. something you know, yep. a little bit bigger. And uh, the we had two loans on the house, and we paid one of the loans off. So we now our 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 loan, our mortgage amount went from sixteen hundred dollars to twelve hundred bucks. So. Yeah. Well, and this is what's so weird. I mean, and I don't know how long this will last, but when we when we bought our house, we had it built. We paid one sixty for it. You know what its value is now? Uh two thirty five. Yeah, keep going. Two forty five. Four hundred. Shut up. Really? I nope. I've never been to your really? house, so I don't wanna I don't want to say that it's not worth it. I'm sure it is. No, it's I mean it's nothing special. Two stories, got you know well, it was three bedrooms, now it's four. But you know, it's got a nice little piece of piece of land with it, nothing huge, but I mean it just yeah. Just because so everybody's moving here. Property values are through the roof. Well, good. So what I want to do is sell this place, and then I want to buy an RV and live in that. <laughs> I want to be cousin Eddie. <laughs> Shit is full. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I would do that in a minute. So I told you I worked at Home Depot for many years. Yes. And I met a lot of people. I've seen a lot of faces, and I rocked them all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I met a lot of people. Uh, through the through the Home Depot and the store that we that I was at was just outside of um, Universal Studios before they built it. So we're in that little hub of um, Orlando, not necessarily mm-hmm. Disney World, but you know just down the street from Universal Studios. So I've met a lot of people. Met you know I'm not going to go down the list because it's too long to, to list. But one of the thing one of the, one of the people that I actually met hit it off, man. Hit it off great. Uh, laughed, joked, talked about, went to lunch one time is on Netflix right now, there is a, uh, a documentary about American Gladiators. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen it yet? I haven't watched it, but um, I've, seen the, I've seen the advertisements for it. So they go through the whole story about the original six Gladiators, and then you know they, they got rid of two of them, and then they had the original four, and then they went on tour, and, and they got you know six more, and then you know so on and so forth. And the Gladiators couldn't perform every night because they were getting beat up, so they had like all these rotation Gladiators, and they brought on you know this person here, and, and this person stuck around for a year, two years, and season one, season five, whatever it is. <clears throat> when I was working at Home Depot, I, I never watched American Gladiators. It was on from, I think, 89 to 96. And I was at Home Depot from 94 to 2014 at one time. Uh, so in that two-year period where the American Gladiators were on TV, uh, a girl, one of the Gladiators, came into, I worked in the garden section. She came in. Her name was Sky, was her name. Mm-hmm. Had no idea who she was. She was about... Aren't they all named Sky? <laughs> See, that's... I, that's an interchangeable. She can either be an American gladiator or a stripper. <laughs> exactly. So I'm in the garden section and just my personality, you know, hey, can, how can I help you? You know, I'm all about plants. I went to school for plants and all this other stuff. And this woman came in. She was easily six foot tall, six, three with heels on, you know, that type. Long, long, long blonde hair, physically built, tan, very attractive and not unapproachable, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah, I just bought a house over in Huntersville, not Huntersville, sorry, Hunters Creek, which was the, the new neighborhood that they were building over there by Universal Studios. I just bought a house over in Hunters Creek, and I need some more landscape and stuff. And I'm, we're going over, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I don't know who she is. I just know she's a six-foot-tall blonde, and we're talking and everything. And uh, 
She's like, you know, you're so funny. You're so cute and stuff. She's like, would you like to go to lunch with me? She's like, what time do you get off? And I said, I, I don't get out of here till 7 o'clock. I said, I can do something with you tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. She's like, great. Here's my number. Here's, here's give me a call and we'll meet up somewhere around here. I said, great, fine, no problem. I think we went to Quiznos. You remember Quiznos? Oh, yeah, the sub place. Because they are toasty. <laughs> we like our subs. <laughs> so wow. we went to um we went to Quiznos and I'm believe it or not Shane I'm not the ladies man you think I am (laughs) are you kidding me but I was just kind of nervous just kind of you know oh my god you know it's not a date it's just two friends he's somewhat of a celebrity I had no idea who she was had no zippo zippo idea who she was and while we were sitting there and Quiznos had a little eatery outside you know cast iron chairs and a little cast iron tables and we're outside eating and we're just kind of chit chat and she's like yeah I'm, I'm a physical trainer and this is what I do I'm getting ready to buy a new gym and I'm going to open up. I'm like, oh, that, that's great. You know, I, I went to school with physical trainers and I don't know, I'm making a bullshit. Mm. And some kids came over and asked for her autograph. She signed the autograph. And at the time I was thinking, okay, I'm trying to put things together. Universal Studios had this generic wrestling event every Friday night in one of their back lots and you could physically go there. I thought she was one of these wrestlers. That's how mm-hmm. you know, I thought she was one of it wasn't WWE, it was like WAW or something like that. So <laughs> generic name. <laughs> world amateur world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and she goes, oh, uh, she's like, have you ever watched American Gladiators? And I said, no, I, I, I know what it is. I, I don't know what it is, though. She's like, I'm on that show. I said, oh, really? I, I go, well, who are you? <laughs> she goes, well, I'm Sky. Yeah. I'm Sky. She's like, you know, I, I was on the, you know, I, I work with Nitro. And she's naming all the Gemini and with all that. And I'm like, okay. I have no idea. have no idea who you are. So we, Drawing blanks. Yep. So I think I might have offended her because I didn't know who she was. So I never got like a, a second call back from her or anything like that. You know, can we hook up again? Can we, you know, go out on a you know, whatever, not a date, but, you know, just some kind of. So I tell you that to tell you this. I'm watching the American Gladiators I and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if they're going to talk about her. And sure enough, towards the end of the series, there she is on the screen. And I'm like, whoa, I thought she was a man. I thought she. Oh. Yeah, I thought. Oh. Yeah. She, I mean, still well, built, still built, very, very tan, very, very blonde. But when she mm. talked, she talked like this. I was on American yeah, Gladiators for. Yeah, she's uh, she's using the steroids, or either that, or she's transitioning. Here's the here's the part where I. But I would say, well, I was gonna say if you'd uh, you know got a little further and she took you to her house or something, and you know she's got her own little. You know, gladiator things set up there in her bedroom <laughs> to sling you around for a while. She's got the poodle sticks or whatever they're called. I'm smacking her with them. <laughs> yeah. What are those things called? Pungy sticks? Pun- Pusel. I think Pusel like sticks. Anyway, yeah. Pusel sticks, yeah. Yeah. So well, what? I, I used to watch that. But yeah. It's, I remember her name. I remember that one. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's under it. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the part where see I. my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see my baby penis? Oh, yeah. So here's here's the thing. At the end of the the last season, I'm not or the last episode of thing. I'm not telling you. This is how documentaries go. They always say, you know, where are they now? What are they doing now? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they get to her, and I I literally stopped in the middle of the, when she was on there. I go, I wonder what you know. And I'm looking at her Instagram, and it's all these very very risque photos of her in like you know big boobs covering up you know bra uh, hand mm-hmm. bra you know type thing and. And I'm like going, God, Jesus Christ, what is she doing? And as soon as I started the the show back up, she goes, I've got my own OnlyFans page. 
And you'd be amazed how many men out there love big, strong, athletic women's feet. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you kidding me. <laughs> I said, what? What? <laughs> She's like, that's the that has got to be the craziest, fetish, freakiest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. But I went I, I talked to her a couple times. I went not a date. We went out to lunch together one time. But it's just weird that I had that. You know, seven degrees of separation that I saw this girl, didn't know who she was, went went out to lunch with her, talked to her for a little bit. I don't know if she got offended or whatever. And, you know, and, and now she is on this TV show and, and <laughs> she's squeezing tennis balls with her feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I saw that interview and they, they ask her, what's your biggest regret in life? She says, not having a second date with Trav. Right. That I really hate I didn't go out with him again. Damn it. I could have thrown him <laughs> against the wall. Yeah, he was just a little Weasley boy. I would have had a lot of fun with him. Why is he that mouth? Why does she sound like Sling Blade now? I don't know. I don't know. She's she's evolving. I got have she's evolving in my. Mm-hmm. I got her pulled up here on my phone. I'm trying to find a current picture. But you see the pictures I mean, of her. Yeah, she's she's not she's not beautiful. She's attractive. You know, like she's she's a good looking woman, but she's not like knock dead dropout gorgeous or whatever that yeah. slogan is. Yeah. She well, I mean, I'm sure she had a nice uh physique back then. Yeah, in ninety six she yeah, she was the that total nineties hair and nineties body and that type stuff, the high side bikini type thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, good job. At least you're attracting celebrities. <laughs> So now I've gone from the cashier at the Target hitting on me from. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you, you weren't successful at uh, Chick Day over at Tractor Supply. No, so I blew my chance. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Well, she's not. I mean, even. So here's a current picture of her. I mean, she's. What's the old saying? I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Ain't that right, crackers? <laughs> Ain't that right, crackers? <laughs> not bad. Not, not bad. Yeah. You so, should have pursued that. You could have. Uh, you could have been on there with her. Yeah, here's my husband of 20 years. <laughs> Say, Over there in the corner, drunk, drool all out of your mouth. Where's my Where's my beer? <laughs> Say hello, Travis. And smacks me. Say hello, Travis. <laughs> hello. Hello, Travis. Hi. <laughs> yeah, she had to remind you who you are every 10 minutes. Right, yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad you had that experience. That's my little story for that. Yeah, so there you go. I'm, I, you know, I've got some weird stories, so. I, I know. I mean, it's look. Here's the way this show goes. I just sit and listen because I don't have to. <laughs> it's just like give it, give it five minutes. It's going to get good. Something, <laughs> something crazy's coming. I'm telling you. What else you got going on? Anything? Ah, uh, no. How's your uh, father-in-law doing? He's all right. He's back home. Um, <laughs> he's still recovering from his unnecessary CPR. Did you listen to the show yet? I think so. I, well, I don't know. He said he was going to try to get caught up. All so. right. All right, anything else before I let you go, Shane? No, I think we're good. You you doing anything tomorrow special, shooting Uh, fireworks? uh, No, I'm going to continue uh, putting up the triple rail fence around the front pasture. Hopefully it'll be cool tomorrow. You have uh, any horse out of van for your horses so they don't get all distraught? Mm -hmm. She's got something down there. It's it's a paste that she squirts in the side of the mouth. So we'll see. Have you tried it? No, not after not after that one episode with that friggin' dab stuff I took. We haven't touched that shit. Oh, no way. No. Oh, yeah, you better. Oh, that's what you can do. Get a CBD oil or something. Beer is the steer clear for me. There you go. All right, Shane. I'm going to let you go. All right. See you, bye. See you, bye.
I'm not worried about going to jail. 